Welcome to The Lila Life Show. I'm your host, Linda Andrews, and you've tuned in to the right place to up-level in your life and business. Enjoy the show. Welcome to The Lila Life Show. I'm your host, Linda Andrews, and I am excited to bring you another episode today. Uh, we have, like I said, some interviews coming through. And in the meantime, you get to enjoy some different teachings and practices that I hope will support you wherever you are on your journey. Um, oh, so much to dive into. I am recently back from a little vacation with my darling beloved, and we got to go out to Mount Shasta in Northern California. And then we were in Idaho for some time with some friends. And, you know, it was a really interesting time to be away. We, it had been a while since we traveled and, you know, when you get out of your element, which your element may feel a little different these days, um, things can come through. So for me, when I was out in Mount Shasta, which is quite the magical place, they uh, say, this is a powerful, powerful vortex what uh, in my interpretation of a vortex is just a, a very charged energetic uh, space. Mount Shasta was an active volcano. Um, I think it may even still be. And there's just a lot of energy moving there. It's You got to go experience it for yourself. So you fly into Sacramento or maybe even San Fran. And we were about three hours north of Sacramento in Mount Shasta. Uh, one of the days we hiked Mount Shasta, we were at about eight to 9,000 um, feet in elevation. And it, it was so funny. We were up on the mountain just chilling. And I thought, I don't know if this is altitude sickness. I think that this mountain is full of a lot of magnetic, you know, electromagnetic energy. So uh, that was pretty funny to feel just, to, it was so powerful. You could feel it. And I'm sitting up there looking around and I think to myself, oh my goodness. And I, you've heard me mention the pineal gland. If you're an active listener on the show, uh, it's this little gland deep inside your brain that has a lot of power. It connects your intuition. And, um, you know, once you start learning more and more about the pineal gland, you can start to see some of the different things that are in the world that may prevent you from having easy access to the pineal gland and also learn about amazing practices that can help you have that deep, deep connection to your pineal gland, like breath work, meditation, prayer, cold plunge side note. I'll get to the cold plunge story in a couple minutes, but, um, I was looking around and the blues of the sky were the bluest blues and the mountain. Oh my God. It had just these reds and golds and rose and just stunning, stunning colors. And then you see the trees and the, the greens and it just clicked. I was like, oh my goodness, nature, you know, our, our vision elicits or activates the pineal gland on a deeper level. I felt this uh, in my system. And I was just like, wow, this is amazing. And then I thought the contrast, you know, if you're working from home or in an office, how we can be so easily cut off from that. And you really got to make an effort to get outside and connect with nature as part of nature and, uh, and benefits. I'd benefit. This will be activating your pineal gland. So, uh, that was one of my biggest takeaways from the trip. It was really, really powerful. 
And uh, the power of cold plunging, I, you know, it's like on the goals list to have an in-home cold plunge. In the meantime, the cold shower works fine. But we had access to tons of rivers, probably about 60 degrees, maybe colder, and uh, got to just hop in. And one of the experiences we also got to have was uh, to drink the water from the head springs of the Sacramento River, which was supposedly the, some of the purest water that you can find. And we were filling up our hiking packs and then hiking the day with that water. It was, it was an amazing experience. So uh, why am I telling you all about this? Maybe some inspiration to be connected with nature. Uh, for years, I, or maybe my whole life, I, I never understood that I am part of nature. I thought nature was something that's out here and I'm over here. And a friend of mine and a mastermind, she corrected me so eloquently and said, Linda, we are part of nature. And it really, from that moment, shifted so much, uh, really changed the way I started looking at things. And that was that's probably the last of the profound messages that came through hiking up on Mount Shasta. I looked around and I thought, oh, I get it. I get what they mean when they say everything is connected. And uh, in the non-dual practices, it's, it's, there's one thing. We are all one thing. I think God uh, tends to be this almost placeholder for what words cannot say or speak. And uh, in this oneness uh, it's just this, it, it, it's, it's hard to put to words. You can hear me having trouble putting to words, but I'm having this experience on Mount Shasta where I'm looking out on the mountain and I'm feeling air. <laughs> I'm looking at say a Canyon, I'm seeing trees. And for whatever reason, just this depth of the connection of everything being connected. And it was like the lines felt like they blurred from myself to air, to mountain, to bird, to tree. And, uh, I've been doing this experiment lately with birds and with butterflies and whatever I come across bees, even, you know, I'll talk to them and say hi. And it's like this programming of, oh, you know, they're, they're afraid of us. It's like, well, maybe we're afraid of them and they're actually not afraid of us. Maybe it's innate for us to all be together and uh, living together and loving. And I, sh I share all these messages from Mount Shasta and nature because what I'm witnessing in the world and what I can sometimes definitely feel fall prey to is this uh, experience of divisiveness uh, around whatever. I mean, it, it really doesn't matter why or what the divisiveness is, but it's anything that keeps us in the illusion of separation is, is the divisiveness. And uh, this, this really hit me. I heard this recently. If you're holding on to an opinion with no love, it's like, oh, damn, you know, and, and I'm, I'm personally looking at my life saying, huh, where am I, where am I needing to be right? Where is my way needing to be right? Where am I needing to, you know, assert myself in a way that may, may not be needed. And there's a real practice and an art. I think if you have experienced a lack of boundaries in your life and uh, maybe had different traumatic experiences, which I can relate to, it's almost like the pendulum can swing where if you're having boundaries for the first time or uh, you're really in this protective space and taking these protective measures, that can feel like the way, quote unquote, the way. Um, but there's 
something I think of a sweet spot where maybe you have your opinions and beliefs and can you hold them with love and can you hold them with love for others who are also experiencing the same thing. And this can be challenging. Uh, There's certainly a lot of reasons why this can be challenging and lots of evidence for why this can feel quote unquote hard. But uh, I really, really share this powerful message with you. I even caught myself on the phone today with my mom getting into the silliest, like, well, I just can't even talk about it. And da, 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 da. and it was like defending an opinion with a lack of love. And what is that doing? It's pulling me into a weird energetic frequency. Uh, certainly not being supportive to my mom. It would change. She's changing the subject really quickly. And anyway, I'm, I'm sure we all have our own examples of that. So Uh, Some gentle reminders again, noticing the beauty that is all around you, all, all, all around you. Uh, Beauty is something that I think we're so gifted to have a kind of radar or ability to perceive as humans. Uh, So the beauty that's all around uh, connecting as part of nature, as part of nature and witnessing the beauty all around and feeling that connection. If you picture in the center of your brain, just perfectly center, equidistant from the sides and the tops and the bottoms of your head is this pineal gland. And, uh, you know, when you're looking at nature and witnessing nature, including yourself, uh, feeling that activation, that clarity, some side effects of your attuned pineal gland, again, are uh, increased intuition, uh, kind of that sixth sense feeling. Uh, sharper perception and the list I'm sure goes on. You know, I want to say something about the glandular system and just everything working together, but this becomes the end of my scientific knowledge. So you can go and do your own research. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at what you're finding. Okay. So a few things that I want to discuss today, as we've just debriefed some teachings from the trip or learnings, I should say, Um, and we'll call today's podcast waking up. It's time to wake up gentle pause. What are your values? What matters most to you? Are you living in alignment to this? Vision plus action. We're gifted with the vision of, I have this dream. I've said this before, dream seeds, you know, this vision it's planted within you and the action is part two. When I say alignment, there are things that are important to you. There are values that you hold dearly. And when we have these inconsistencies in our actions, this is where this misalignment can happen and this resistance. So when you find yourself you know, a little haywire in your life, this is a really easy litmus test to check in. And I imagine right now in our world, there's a lot of reasons to feel out of alignment and just listen to the guidance, listen to the resistance, listen to the judgment, listen to even the jealousy, listen to whatever can be these lower energy uh, vibrations or experiences or emotions that are coming to you listening to them to ask what the guidance is, 
another side note, speaking of nature, I have uh, this gorgeous, <laughs> which I think is becoming quite the invasive species in South Florida, but an iguana uh, hanging out on our Calusia, looking at us all through the window. So hello from uh, nature and iguana and, and me again. Hi. <laughs> okay. Back to alignment. Values. So what are values? Um, I, what I I'm, I'm loose with the language because it's what's resonant to you. We could ask 15 people what their values are. And one person could say, that's not a value. It's okay. It's what's a value to you. What matters to you? What are relationships? What are activities? What, what, what ideas, what beliefs, what matters to you? And where is this disconnect from that? Empowerment and embodiment come from within. Whoa, 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 whoa. Empowerment and embodiment come from within. Uh, certainly as it relates to trauma, I see a lot of people feeling disembodied from their body. Their body is no longer a safe space to inhabit. Maybe you've never thought about this. Maybe this is landing weird. It's okay, wherever you're at. Uh, but this body that you are in, having this experience through uh, your ability to be an embodiment comes from you. Your ability to be an empowerment comes from you. So if you take a couple deep breaths right now and let yourself settle into your body, you may notice a ability to increase your perception, an ability to feel safe, an ability for anxiety to melt away. Uh, breath work is a simple way to get into a state of embodiment. By breath work, I mean breathing, conscious breathing. There are troves and troves of practices. We even have some on our the Lilo Life Collective that you can use on demand. Um, but a simple four in and four out, breathing in, holding for four, breathing out, holding for four. Empowerment and embodiment come from within. Why is this so important? So if this is empowerment, embodiment come from within, where are you looking outside for empowerment and embodiment? These could be things like technology. These could be things like shopping. These could be things like relationships. When I am say, what I'm not saying is that we need to abandon all of these things to be an embodiment or to be an empowerment. Absolutely not. But we can check in, am I getting this from within or without? And if the answer is without, you are then tied to whatever up and down roller coaster ride of the outside versus the embodiment within. Okay. Now you must understand that when I say within, you may say, someone could say, uh, empowerment embodiment come from God. Okay. When I'm talking from a non-dual teaching, it's the same thing, okay? And so take this as you need to take this. The bottom line is whether it's coming from within or from God, where it's not coming from is technology, social media, relationships, shopping, uh, your job, working a ton, fill in your list, okay? Why am I spending so much time here? Because if you can start to see where you're going outside for empowerment and embodiment and reclaim this within you, you will feel massive shifts immediately. This is something that I 
check in with myself. Whoa, 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 whoa. Am I in my space or am I going outside? If you have tendencies to be in codependent relationships, uh, having toxic relationships, having uh, maybe even abusive tendencies within a relationship, this can get very clouded and gray. When you root in, connect to earth, connect to self, empowerment and embodiment come from within. No one can give you this. Or we can say, God can give, give me this and, uh, and, and rest into that. You know, lately, a lot of the teachings become more and more spiritual. I think that now more than ever, this is just so important and consciousness does connect to spirituality. Uh, and, and so a segue here of faith, right? What you, who, what, when, where, why, how are you putting your faith into? Is this real? Is this true for you? Your litmus test of what is true for you is your litmus test of what is true for you. No one can tell you what is true for you. No one. Zero other people can tell you what is true for you. Zero other people can tell you what is true for you. And can you maintain this frame of empowerment and embodiment and be in your community with respect and understanding? And if this is holding, if this is having you hold on to an opinion with no love, can you check yourself? Check yourself, check yourself. Where is the love? I think Fergie made a beautiful song. Where is the love? So this is being sent with love from me to you. The intention of having some of this land exactly as it needs to land with so much love. Slow down, tune in. Let the information coming to you be your guide. Faith, trust, empowerment, embodiment. Looking at the world as your medicine. That's your Nordic shaman speaking, right? What, what is being gifted to you through these different experiences? I recently got off the plane with a little head cold, kind of knocked me out for a bit. And uh, what were some of the gifts? I got on a supplement regime that I had been putting off for a while. And for whatever reason, this was like the biggest phone disconnect yet. Just really seeing through, whoa, that phone can become a big part of my life to the point where like, by day five, my phone just stopped working. I had to go to Best Buy and get my phone fixed and this whole thing, you know, the role of the phone. And maybe you're on the computer old school and you're not on your phone or you're on the iPad or whatever, sub in your mode of tech in whichever way. And noticing, you know, how am I receiving the information that's coming through to me? Am I grounded? And I, am I in embodiment and am I in empowerment? Am I in a space of love? Is this taking away from me when I receive this information? Am I feeling um, disempowered, scared, fear? The fear mongering versus the love mongering. So many blessings. I will see you next week on the Lila Life Show. Be sure to tune in, follow us on social. Uh, we have updates coming through. Coach Erica, Coach Sophia doing amazing work. The Lila Life Collective, which is our monthly membership. 
And uh, we'd love to hear from you. If there's something you need, if there's something you want to learn more about, if there's a guest, if there's a topic, uh, this show is for you. So hold that near and dear to your heart. And uh, my little iguana friend is still with us. So we are both signing off. Many blessings. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Leela Life Show. Be sure to share, like, and comment. Tune in next week. And if you're not already a member of the Leela Life Collective, you'll want to be. So take a look in the show notes and be sure you sign up today. Have a beautiful day.